This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hey, Scott. Hey, Ingrid. What is happening? What is happening? A lot of relationship stuff is happening. Is that what you're feeling? That's what we were just talking about. I'm feeling much more social. Yes. As of the last like week or two, I feel like spring is happening. People are more excited. There's more, just more social interaction happening. I have more energy. I don't like to make too many social commitments in one week because like one or two is like a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I've been doing a lot. I saw my parents. I went on a date. You went on a date? I did go on a date. I promised myself that I was going to go on a date like once a month. Once a month yeah. with a different person. And then you'll know 12 people throughout the year. Um, I guess it could be a different person. Or, or the same person. So you'll see the same person 12 times during the year. <laughs> Is there something to do with 12 happening? <laughs> well, it's, if it's once a month. But I'm going to make the effort to plan a date with some person that i might be interested in at least once a month like make the effort to make like a new connection a new connection so 12 different people then well you know there doesn't have to be rules on it Scott. <laughs> well you've already made the rule well it could be the same date i don't know i really just want something maybe once or twice a month for some sort oh, of like well you doubled it now <laughs> scott <laughs> Okay, I really just want some sort of intimate connection on a semi-regular basis. So like once, maybe twice a month. An intimate connection on a semi-regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? I'm not. I'm It's you just are. funny. Okay, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I love it. I'm excited for you. No, we're moving we're moving into the full moon in Scorpio, yes, right? Yes, we are. Yes. And the, the full moon in Scorpio. Which is a time to... To bond. Yeah. To release. Well, I don't want to get too deep into it yet because okay. that's the first day and then we'll talk about that. But yeah. So that's why I kind of thought maybe bringing that up because maybe there's I love some, it. some I love deep it. connections happening. Well, you got to think about, okay, the full moon happens after the new moon. It's you know, the new moon happens, then it's full and then it's new, then it's full, then it's new, you know, so on and so forth. So the, the full moon happens about two weeks after the new moon. So the new moon was in Aries on April 11th. And it was about setting your intentions to have the courage to authentically be yourself. Ooh, well, that's a good precursor to building intimate bonds. Yes. And that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. You are being courageous and saying that I am going to authentically be myself and connect with a new person 
once a month. So you went on a date and it was awkward for the first half. Yeah, it was kind of awkward for the first half. And I like, I didn't regret it, but I was just like, ah, dating is weird. This is why people don't go on dates. <laughs> but then like halfway through it ended up being really nice. And we had like a real connection just talking about life and personal growth and the more you like open up to somebody, the easier the conversation becomes. Yeah. That's an interesting thing about dating because when you meet someone, you're just seeing their rising sign. But then once they relax, you can get a little deeper into what else is going on there. Ooh, interesting. Yes. Yes. So maybe this person's rising sign was a bit introverted. Maybe he's a water or earth rising sign. You're an air rising sign. So you're a little more extroverted around people you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then once he felt a little more comfortable with you, then he was showing you more of his extroverted nature. I never knew that that part of, you said the rising sign, that's kind of what people show kind of their outer shell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what you see when you first meet someone. It's what you show people when you first meet them. In the dating world, it's very strange. It's always like a job interview. Mm -hmm. It's like you have like one hour <laughs> to see if there's like a connection. To wow your... <laughs> Yeah, your date. <laughs> but it's like sometimes you work with people and then maybe you weren't initially attracted to them or interested, but then the more you get to know somebody, the more intimate your connection is and they can become very attractive and you have a lot of chemistry or like common interests or whatever the thing is. You don't find out those things till later. So it's like you go on these like dates, they're like apps. It's like you have, yeah, it's just you only have an hour to like somebody and it's really kind of hard to do that. So giving people a chance to open up, even if like the first date wasn't mind blowing, but it wasn't horrible. I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to go on another date? I have a hard time giving away my time. I'd rather be like painting my nails or like cleaning my house than like <laughs> maybe not having a great time, but then I'm never going to meet someone if I don't put myself out there. So yeah, it's a trade-off. Yes. Yes. Well, good for you. Good for you. And I love what you, what you just said about like when you work with someone you might not like them at first, but then you get to know them. That's when you're starting to really experience the deeper levels of their astrological code. Because in the beginning, you're just getting what's on the surface, which is definitely not the full picture. So when people are always like, what's your sign? Everyone's talking about the sun sign. Like, what does that really tell you about somebody? I don't feel super connected or interested in knowing that about somebody, now that I know more about astrology, my go-to questions are the moon sign, because that's your emotions, but especially right now, the north and south node, which is your soul's purpose, like, mm -hmm. and then also the gifts you came here with, things you need to not move on from, but you've already, you've already cultivated those gifts, and you're supposed to be kind of moving towards your north node, so I think that can really, like, help build a really deep connection when you know those parts of somebody and have like a real conversation about what's happening in their life and why they're on earth. Totally. Like when you know somebody's North node, then you can like, especially like in relationships, if somebody's North node is in a position that's contrary to your North node, that might be a tough person to be in relationship with because their soul's purpose is maybe pulling you away from your soul's purpose. So in connecting with people, I think it's re it's something really important to know. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone's yeah. always like, "What's your sign? Your sun sign?" And you know, they're, they're, it's fun. I I still like doing that. I always want to know people's primal triad. Okay. You know, but most people, you know, don't know that. So you just so I'll usually ask the birthday. Mm -hmm. That will give me a little more information. 
Um, cause even if like someone's like, well, I'm a Libra. Well, when were you born? You know, if you were born October 17th, that's different than September 29th. Me personally, and just knowing my own astrological code, I know that I'm going to have a different experience with somebody who was born September 28th versus somebody who was born October 17th. And then just to kind of take judgment away from it, I think that people that aren't in the astrology community can think like you're going to start judging someone based on this part of their chart. Like why? But it's really not about like judgment. It's about understanding people better and kind of learning how to communicate with that person and what things you will mesh on and what you might not mesh on. It just kind of sets the stage to have a little more information for connection. Absolutely. Totally. I love that. It's about understanding. It's not about judgment. It's like, how can I relate to this person? Yeah. Yeah. Just like you said, maybe that guy I went on a date with, maybe he had a more... His ascendant. Yeah. His ascendant was maybe in earth or water, which is more introverted. Uh, especially earth is super introverted. It can be really awkward. It's something I know personally as a Taurus rising, I feel oftentimes like a bull in a China shop (laughs) when I'm around people I don't know or in situations where I'm uncomfortable. So maybe if I knew more about that, I would know how to make him feel more comfortable so we could open up and have like a more intimate conversation where he would start to open up. Totally. But I think also part of it is just being patient and not necessarily judging right out the get go like, okay, this person is not talking enough or responding to my questions quick enough. So I'm going to, you know, next. Yeah. Next person. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you don't really know. This is. This is why I'm building my algorithm for the dating app. Okay, so I'm going to be like the tester and I'm yeah. gonna, I should get everyone's birthday so then I can give you like a full report. That's why I was okay. like, I was like, do you know when his birthday is? She's, you're like, mm, I didn't, I don't know. Maybe I got it. I wasn't really sure if I liked him, this and that. Who cares? Just get the birthday <laughs> and, and I'll be able to tell you right off the bat. How we can connect? Is, well... Yeah, I could definitely do that, tell you how you could connect, but I can also tell you if, you know, this is worth exploring or maybe it's not worth exploring. Okay. You know, I mean, at the birth time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like my neighbor just did that. She's super excited about this guy. She just started dating. And so she got the, the info and I looked at their, their charts together and I was like, yeah, I mean, be patient you know, feel it out, get to be friends first. Don't make any lifetime commitments or promises right off the bat. I see possibilities and and I'm never one to say like, yes, this is definitely going to work or no, it, there's no way. Like, cause I really don't know. I don't think anybody can truly know. You have to know within yourself, but I can also look and say, I see a lot of positive things here, or I see a lot of challenges here. So whether you want to play that hand is up to you. I'm not going to tell you what hand to play, but I can tell you what's in the hand and then you decide if you want to play. Yeah. People are always asking you like, is this the person for me? Someone they're already kind of in a relationship with. And you're always saying that if you're in the relationship, then you're meant to be in it. But this is what I see for you. You're not saying like, yes or no. Totally. Totally. People ask are we meant to be together? Well, yeah, because you are. But whether you want to stay together is up to you. This is what the planets and stars say 
about your relationship. These are the gifts that you have. These are the challenges that you have. Learning how to navigate both of those, that's that's your decision. So this is a really good setup for a full moon in Scorpio because mm-hmm. this is that's going to be about like solidifying bonds like relationship stuff well it, I think of like the full moon is the release okay so you know the, the new moon on April 11th was about setting your intentions to courageously be your authentic self now you've had two weeks so here we are on, on Monday April 26th so it's now been 15 days since the new moon in Aries So in those 15 days, if you've made a commitment, if you set your intentions to authentically be yourself, take a look around you, look at your karmic bonds. These are the bonds that you share with people that it feels like your heart is tied to their heart. Your soul is tethered to their soul. When they feel joy, you feel joy. When they feel pain, you feel pain. When they're angry at you, it keeps you up at night. So look at these people in your life. Have you been acting? Have you been courageously embracing your authenticity or not? If not, why not? And if you have, what has the reaction been from those people? Are they loving you and accepting you and appreciating you? Or are they rebuking the authenticity of you? And if they're rebuking the authenticity of you, then maybe this is a time to release those karmic bonds yeah get rid of what no longer serves you if you're coming into your power and being your true self you're going to see who's interested in really being your friend Mm -hmm. exactly yes i use this example where we all have like this energetic yard like our aura field where there's only so many people you can keep in your energy field and it's like imagine if you had a yard and It's crowded, full of people, and some of those people are not respecting your yard. If they're not, then this is a time to release those people. Ask them to leave. (laughs) Yes. Get the fuck out. Lovingly tell them to get the fuck out so that it creates space for new people to come into your life that are more authentically reflecting your authenticity. Yes, I love this. Yes. Is this a positive alignment? It sounds like it feels easy, which asking people to leave your personal bubble can not usually feel easy. Well, it's it's a challenge and it's an opposition. The moon is opposite the sun. So when it's a full moon, the sun is directly opposite the moon. The moon is fully opposing the sun. So the light of the sun is fully reflecting off of the moon. So if you're opposing somebody, that can be a challenge Mm -hmm. but it can also be like looking in the mirror which can be a challenge Uh, (laughs) definitely (laughs) uh, but i see it as a positive challenge it's a challenge isn't a bad thing well also when you face your challenges you're rewarded Mm -hmm. now you're gonna have like a tighter knit friend group of people that really respect you and like you said making room for new connections that are better aligned with you and this is what's so fun for you is You are putting yourself out there now. You are being your authentic self. And it's going to be interesting to see who shows up on your one day to month adventure. Yeah, I was kind of nervous to tell them that I was stripping because I feel like it opens this weird door Uh of people not really knowing what to do or just treating you different. And 
So did you did you say that on the first date? I did. Yeah. And and I mean this person seemed like mature and respectful and like it wasn't a big thing. Sometimes yeah. I tell people and then they have all these questions, which I think is natural, but also like if you want to date me, don't ask me some weird fucked up question. Like what's like the worst thing that someone's done to you? I'm like, okay, well, that's a little bit personal. You just want to know like all of my baggage right now? Yeah. Like yeah. that's not something I want to visit. We're supposed to be having like not that I'm not down to go deep, but some people can get really weird and ask like really just too much. Mm, yeah. And I also feel like it's a big part of my personality and my life. So I don't want to have to hide it. I've been really working towards marrying these like two sides of myself because I've kind of kept that a secret for a while. Oh my gosh. I don't know if we talked about my dream last week. Oh boy. Okay. What? Well, I talked about it at dinner. We might have to revisit this next time. Okay. Okay. okay yes. You guys have to listen next week because I had some crazy dream. And then <laughs> Scott and his girl, Gabriella, gave me this insane reading about what my dream meant. And mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that. We'll get to that next week. That's still stuck with you. That's amazing. That yeah. was intense. It was intense. So okay. It, I mean, the lesson was kind of marrying the two sides of myself. So I've been more conscious of that lately. Hence being more upfront with sharing Yes. about what I'm doing for work. Good. With someone that is on like a new a new date with them. Yes. Yeah. Don't hide from yourself. Embrace who you are. And the right people will embrace you. Should we move into the week? Well, that was Monday. Oh. <laughs> Where am I? Should we move on to Tuesday? <laughs> Let's move on to Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday, April 27th is Pluto, the god of death, lord of the underworld, the planet of transformation. In Capricorn, the sign that it's been transiting through very slowly since 2008, begins its annual retrograde course. So Pluto begins retrograde today, and it will continue retrograding until October 6th of this year. So this is, it's like a, almost a six month retrograde. So this would be, I mean, Pluto is the god of death, but this is also very transformative, a death of the old way of doing things in terms of your Capricorn ambition achievement has a lot to do with career. So a death of the old way of doing things in terms of your career ambitions. So what does that mean in terms of the retrograde revisiting the way you used to do things and seeing maybe what you're doing right and wrong in this new version of yourself? Yes. Yes. It's, it's revisiting it's Pluto is like two steps forward, one step back. And any retrograde is always about the re doing things again, experiencing things again. So it sounds kind of annoying to do the two steps forward, one step back. But when we get that one step back, it really opens our eyes to see what we're doing and if it's working or not for us. Was the old way better? Most of the time, not. We grew and we changed something. We did something different. So maybe that's like an easy way to put it is like our health. You started eating really healthy. Then maybe you reversed and you're like eating junk food and you immediately upon having a shitty week and you're drinking and eating stuff that you maybe shouldn't or doesn't make you feel good. You know that. You know it instantly and you're like, oh, I don't feel good. I know that I like eating healthier and working out. It works for me. So you just become more sensitive and aware to your surroundings, whatever the thing you're working on is. Yes. Well, I would encourage people to look in your astrological code and think about where Pluto is in your astrological code. Where is 26 degrees in Capricorn in your astrological code? And what other key astrological points are near to 26 degrees. That is where Pluto is transforming something in your life. So 
Pluto, when it began moving forward back on October 4th, 2020, it was at 22 degrees. Now it's moved to 26. When it finishes its retrograde on October 6th, 2021, it will be at 24 degrees. So take a look in your astrological code. Ingrid's looking at hers right now. To yeah. See. Yeah. What do you see, Ingrid? Well, I have my Pluto is in Virgo. Okay. So it's not about your Pluto. It's about where Pluto is right now. So what you want to do is you want to look at that and you want to see where would 26 degrees in Capricorn be. So you're not going to see, you're not going to see Pluto in your chart where it is right now. Yes. So where's what? Where would 26 degrees in Capricorn be? Which house would it be in? It would be in my eighth house. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going through a transformation to your karmic bonds, to your karmically bonded energy, how you do these bonds. Oh my gosh. That's so fitting. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, to get deeper, you'd look and see what planets are near to 26 degrees, and that will tell you even deeper what is being transformed within you. Maybe there's nothing. Oh, I, the only thing near there is going to be Mars, the planet of action. Yeah, so it's crazy because when Pluto began moving forward back in October of 2020, it was at 22 degrees in Capricorn. Your Venus is at 22 degrees in Libra. So this is why you were going through so many crazy transformations to your relationship energy last year. Mm. You were going through some big changes, some really big difficult changes to your relationships. That was because of Pluto. Fuck, Pluto really just... (laughs) It can be a good thing, but it is so intense when you're experiencing the death of the old, old shit. It's really hard. Yes, absolutely. So just know if you're going through something really shitty, I mean, it it will eventually move. It'll eventually move. And Pluto moves slow. It does move very slow. I mean, it's been in Capricorn since 2008. So that's already been 13 years. So uh, it takes a while for it to move through a sign. But you, you paid attention to the tension. It was very difficult, but you didn't hide from it. You addressed it. You made some difficult choices within yourself, outside of yourself, and that's what brought you to where you are right now, where you're going to go on one date, just one a month. You're the one that made up the rules. They're not rules. (laughs) I don't like having strict rules. I like to do whatever I want. Good. Do whatever you want, Ingrid. (laughs) You can be free. Wednesday, April 28th. Pluto, again, is now in alignment with the moon. So the moon has moved on from where it was opposing the sun, and now it is in alignment with Pluto. The moon has moved on in Scorpio. So the moon is at the same degree in Scorpio that Pluto is in Capricorn. So the moon is in Scorpio. Pluto is the planetary ruler of Scorpio. So this is a very special connection where it's transforming your emotional connection to your karmic bonds. So think of the transformation that was occurring in your karmically bonded energy through the release of the full moon. How can you continue to transform that energy today? Your emotions, your bonds, 
your career, the people you're bonded to in your career. Think of your personal authority. Are you claiming your personal authority in your karmically bonded relationships? I think continuing with that, expressing yourself authentically from two weeks ago, just continuing that Aries energy where you're just showing up and being your full self. Mm, Yes. So carrying that Aries energy with you, because now this week, every single planet that we're talking about is either in an earth or a water sign. So it's a very different energy than what we had been dealing with like two or three weeks ago when everything was in air and fire. Now it's all earth and water. So it's like, this is the time to take the momentum that you built with all that Aries energy and now solidify it into your life. It's not like testing it out like it was before you were kind of practicing, putting yourself out there, being yourself. And now it's like, that needs to be part of your day. Your routine. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And once you do that, then those karmic bonds will be shifting because you're really, you're really just stepping into yourself and feeling more and more confident. The more you practice it, it just becomes you. It's not like a version of yourself that is who you are. It becomes a part of your reality. Mm -hmm. It's no longer an idea, a thought, something that you're excited about possibly doing. It's already done. It's been done. And now you're living with it in a wonderful way, hopefully. Thursday, April 29th, Mercury. Communication. Yes, communication. In Taurus. The material. Yes. Aligns with Neptune. The cloudy planet? Yes. In Pisces. The intuitive sign? Yeah, the intuitive sign. Well, that's where your like, psychological baggage lives mm-hmm. also, so it can be a little heavier. Yes, it can. And Pisces is the sign of compassion and intuition, deception. But also healing, too. Healing, totally. There's a lot happening in there. There is. You know, there is two sides to every coin. So, but to break it down simply, when I think of Mercury... And Neptune connecting, I think of the planet of the conscious mind, Mercury, connecting with the planet of the unconscious mind. So things can become more clear and easier to communicate in this time. Yes, it's bringing that unconscious into the conscious so that you can communicate it. So Neptune is in the sign of dreams. Neptune is the planet of dreams. Neptune is the planetary ruler of Pisces. So this is power to connect to your fantasies and bring them into reality because Taurus is earth. So this is taking the fantasy and bringing it into reality. So think of, think of your material security. Think of your relationship to the material. What are your fantasies that you would like to bring into the material? into the material realm? Or how can you communicate what it is you need in order to bring your dreams into reality? That can be very healing once you figure out how to get what you want. Like we can't just be daydreaming all day. We need to bring it onto this earth, maybe starting to make a plan, a list, just organizing your thoughts. Like communication doesn't necessarily have to mean to another person, but within your own mind. So maybe some journaling and just getting it out. Have fun with it. Yeah, totally. Here's another way to have fun with it. You're always like cooking. You're going over to Crystal's and you're, oh, we just, you know, we had dinner. We had a crazy food day. You know, that's what I think of like fantasy. It's like, what do you want to eat? You know, and then you bring it into reality. This Thursday, April 29th, that is 
one of those days. Or actually, that's the day that we're going to go to Spellbound Sky. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. That's bringing the the ethereal, like the, the esoteric metaphysical realm into the reality of the crystals. By purchasing a crystal and bringing it home with us. Yes. And we've also been dreaming up like this little date for us to go buy crystals <laughs> for, for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So now we're making it happen. Okay, good. This is perfect. I'm loving this. Friday, April 30th. The sun the giver of light, life, and vitality, aligning with Uranus, the planet of the unexpected, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence. Both of these are joining together in Taurus, the sign that rules the material. So, on Monday, the sun was opposing the moon for the full moon in Scorpio, release of the karmic bonds, that are no longer serving us. Today, it has moved on and is connected with Uranus. So when you release these karmic bonds, it could shake something up in your life. Yeah. Not in a bad way, in a good way. Maybe something comes to you unexpectedly that is filling you in the material realm in some way. What is it? What do you want? How can you invest in your, in your genius in your originality to bring that to your reality in a vital way. I think that means keeping yourself open to the possibility of things not working out the way you want and like the spontaneity of life. Maybe you're late, somebody cancels, something weird happens, but then that invites divine timing to where you meet somebody new or your schedule opened up so you can do something different with your day. Just being okay with your your life being disrupted in these like subtle ways that sometimes can feel like irritating if we're not just kind of going with the flow. Going with the flow. Yes. Embrace the unpredictability. Yeah, that. that. <laughs> Embrace the unpredictability. Saturday, May 1st. The sun and the moon connect again. Now the moon has moved all the way over to Capricorn. The sun is in Taurus. Taurus is fixed earth. The moon is in Capricorn. Capricorn is cardinal earth. This makes a very positive alignment between the emotions and the vitality of life, the sun. So think about your emotions. What is it that you truly, the depths of your emotions, what is it that you truly want to accomplish? And how is that going to satisfy all of your material desires? Are you talking about career-wise or are you talking about satisfy us just emotionally? It could be career, but it could be anything that you are striving for. It, Whatever the mountain is that you are climbing the peak that you are ascending to, what is that? And what can you do today to express yourself in a way that lifts you up to the next ledge? This is, this is a gift. It's an opportunity. It's, it's, very, it's a very positive alignment. Okay, so does this mean I'm supposed to go shopping for like a new outfit for work? Oh, okay. I was going to say maybe it's like <laughs> this is the day you like make a huge payment on your debt. Oh, okay. I'm super into that because I've been like 
I think we talked about it last week. I've been planning out getting out of debt these next couple of months. This week, I'm going to make a spreadsheet for my wall because I usually have it in my computer and I keep track of all my bills. I'm pretty good about that, but I want to have something and it. I want it to be like a countdown to zero debt. Yeah, where you can like cross off the number and yeah, in real life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I want to cross it off and I want to see it every day so I can like feel like something's really happening because it's starting to move and it's very exciting. Yes. Okay, so I won't go shopping. Maybe shopping can be my reward when I pay off my debt. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Good job, Ingrid. Sunday, May second, Mercury again. We're talking about the planet of communication, Pluto. Again, Mercury is connecting with Pluto. So transforming the mind, how you think about money. So think about it this way. If you have this calendar, it's like I think about those calendars that people would cross off the day as they're getting to like the day that they're looking forward to. This is like you with the debt. It's like you've crossed this off and it transforms the way that you think about money when you start cutting down your debt it equals freedom freedom exactly exactly so how can you transform the way that you think about money your financial situation the material in a way that lifts you up towards the goal that you want to accomplish okay well i want to feel free so instead of being sad about giving up my money to go pay off my debt instead of spending it on my new outfit I can feel excited that I'm one step closer to that feeling of freedom. Yes, good. And financial independence. Awesome. Now there's a second alignment today. This is with Neptune again, the dreamy planet, the cloudy planet in Pisces, the compassionate, unconscious. It's aligning with Venus, which we haven't talked about this week. Venus is... Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships. Venus is in Taurus, the sign that it rules. So when Venus is moving through Taurus, this is this is a time, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, it's about embracing the material, your sensual side, your your sensory, the five physical senses. Yes. B- being a little decadent, perhaps. Maybe this is the day that you have that amazing date with your lover that you are hoping to plan or whatever it may be. Or, or probably just Crystal, but... <laughs> just you and Crystal have another romantic, just all-day food-a-thon. Yeah. Uh, yes. Maybe yes. do our nails, do eat your nails. Food. That's for, Yes, the nails. The nails are very uh, Venus in Taurus. Very much so. I'm obsessing on the nails lately. Everything that happens is related to the nails. Yes. Yeah. I had like a meltdown the other week and it started with my nail breaking, which sounds ridiculous, but then I sprained my ankle and it was like a whole chain of events. And I feel like it had to do with my sparkle getting like crushed. Yes, it threw you off. It did. It threw me it off. It threw you off. <laughs> yes. So this is definitely a nail day, a nail day, a food day, mm-hmm. a bubble bath with rose petals in the water day. I have um, <laughs> I have rose Epsom salts while I'm in. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So pamper yourself on Sunday, May 2nd. I I dare to say that this, this might be a really nice week, uh, and, except for the people that have a lot of air and fire in their charts. So <laughs> that could be... For you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which is Chris. Challenging. Yes. So Chris, you know, go easy on Chris. I'll be in All the, the bubble Leos. bath. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I have a lot of Leos in my life. Yeah. The Leos, this, this is a tough time. Uh, but for those of you that have a lot of earth and water in, in your astrological codes, like push ahead. This is magic time for you. Well, thank you, Ingrid. That was the end of the week? That's it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Why am I not knowing what's happening? I thought we still had Sunday. That was Sunday, Ingrid. All right. Well, yeah, we kind of breezed through the week. We did. We did. And hopefully it is kind of a breezy week. So we'll see. Okay. Take so care of yourself. Yeah. What's the, yeah, the recap? The recap, I think that at the beginning of the week, we're like releasing these relationships that are no longer serving us so we can call in some new fresh energy with people who align with us better and that's going to create more intimate bonds we're really living more authentically also keeping ourselves open to some spontaneity it's going to shake you up in some way if you're being shook up in some way it's to get you to that comfort zone to truly embrace your your material senses embracing the five physical senses that's what this time is about it's about embracing your sense of touch taste sight sound smell so that's what you get as a reward you pay off your bills and you take a bubble bath there you go yes and crystal will be feeding you while you're in the bubble bath yes absolutely and doing your nails yes (laughs) (laughs) dream day (laughs) crystal's like okay that's just enough you need to just calm down (laughs) (laughs) The weekly transit The weekly transit